Hello and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Susan Slusser, and our guest today is A's reliever Jake Diekman. Jake will tell us how he is spending his time during baseball's hiatus in Nebraska and about his status as an potentially at-risk player during the coronavirus epidemic and how safe it might be for him to come back to playing along with any other potentially at-risk players. Coming up next on A's Plus. I'm assuming you're home in Nebraska, is that right, Jake? We are. Yum. You obviously are, are somebody that has, uh, since you were a child, you've had an autoimmune disorder with a ulcerative colitis, um, which yep. we've talked about before. Do you have to be extra careful during this time with, with something like a, you know, a, a contagious disease? I feel like I do. Um, I'm treating it that way. Uh, there's no way in hell I really want to get sick and then come home to our 18-month-old little girl Oof. and possibly get her sick. Um, so we're just taking all the precautions in the world. We basically, I've only seen my dad, uh, Amanda's parents, and Amanda's grandparents, basically. Wow. So yeah, you, I mean, just, you guys are like being I, very, very careful. Like today I threw a bullpen, but... Uh, they're all baseball players and super, super kind of like in the same boat. Safety's like super priority. We get together like once a week, throw bullpens and do all that. And then I basically just throw in the park with my dad, grab 20 or 30 balls, throw those, scoop back, grab them back from him, <laughs> scoop back again. Oh, that's great. Here's your dad's like, oh, my knees. <laughs> yeah, bad. But he's normally my catch partner until... 90 feet and then after that we just keep going back so but yeah for ulcerative colitis i feel like as long as i'm conscious about like being safe if i do have to like go to the grocery store for some reason or like gas station make sure like i wipe off my hands before and after wear a mask um just do the stuff that everyone's telling you to do anyway that's good. I, I know you um, stay uh, very current with the the whole um, community of people that also have similar um, issues like ulcerative colitis, IMDb, um, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, Have you sort of stayed in touch with people during this thing and asked how they're handling it? Is, uh, are there sort of best practices? Is this sort of a topic of discussion for the community? Um, sort of. I reach out to people here and there. Um, I feel like overall, though, especially if you have like Crohn's or colitis or IBD, um, people are taking it pretty darn serious. Um, there's just no reason to. First off, you could be asymptomatic forever. Or, I mean, for a decent amount of time, and then finally get sick, and then it's already too late because it's been in your system for so long. Right. So I feel like. For the most part, if everyone does follow guidelines and uh, the restrictions that are in place, I feel hopefully we can just slow the curve around the entire country. Yeah. Um, I had uh, kind of hoped to talk to you early in the process as this was all happening, knowing that you're somebody that's potentially at an at-risk group, because I think... Uh, when this was first all sort of coming up as an issue, there were a lot of people saying like, 
uh, well, t not taking it necessarily all that seriously and thinking it was something that affected really only the elderly. Uh, and obviously you're somebody who's young and a professional athlete, and you certainly don't look like somebody you would say is an at, at an at-risk group, but it can be anybody who's in an at-risk group, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it could be me. It could be a 50-year-old person. It could be an 8- to 10-year-old boy or little girl. Um, so, yeah, you really have no idea. It's IBD in general is pretty... I'd say invisible to the outside. Right. Um, so unless you know that you're sick and at risk, not many people uh, around you do. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so always probably just best to be on the safe side for everybody's sake because you just don't know. Right? Yeah. So when you especially the first like couple weeks yeah. once. Uh, once spring got canceled, we stayed down there for like two or three weeks. And yeah. my wife was like, you're not going anywhere. And I was <laughs> like, all right, deal. Good. Yeah, I'm with her. Definitely. So when you do work out and when you throw bullpens, um, what sort of precautions are there? Obviously, you're, you can maintain physical distancing, but you're also throwing baseballs. You're probably touching some of the same surfaces. How, did, how is that all addressed? I've been pretty self-conscious about not like licking my fingers um and then i mean in our bags we have we have all the lysol wipes you need i've never had lysol wipes in my truck but those are like a mainstay now i'd say yeah um but yeah just little stuff it's hard to like be super like aware of what you're doing while you're throwing a pin and like somewhat being competitive and like doing your job and like trying to work on stuff, but I feel like the eight, 10 minutes there, just somewhat be aware of like where your saliva is going or like just stuff like that. Yeah. I did a story a um, week or two ago about saliva in baseball because it is a sport where there's, there's a lot of saliva. Um, pitchers lick their uh, fingers all the time. Um, guys spit all the time. There's seeds, there's tobacco, all of that kind of stuff that we know about. Um, and Mark Cannon and I were discussing how, you know, it's so you guys need to feel like you can grip the ball. And that's usually why people are licking their fingers is to get that better grip. And he mm -hmm. was like, maybe they could come up with something that's got like a hand sanitizer that kind of accomplishes the same thing. So you're, you'd be doing yeah, two maybe. things at once, getting a better grip on the ball and also sanitizing, which isn't, mm -hmm. isn't a terrible idea. I hope somebody can work on that. So, Or just put like, instead of like rosin behind the mound, just put like a little squirter bottle. Yeah, you can just like kind of squirt the your fingertips, and then all right, grip the ball. Yeah, that would be so much better. And then also just have people and not, with a not glove. spit so much. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, one thing that might come out of this is a little bit better sanitation everywhere, but um, it would be nice if baseball was one of those places. Oh, you're going to see Lysol wipes and disinfectant everywhere. Yeah. You guys are lucky in that you have a manager who's always had like the world's biggest Purell bottle in the dugout. So um, he's, that, he's always been a step ahead. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. The bullpen's a little bit of, of a different beast, I know, but um, I'm sure you guys will figure out something down there to do. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, so how is your family doing? It's, a, I know, a strange time of year to be home and to be getting a lot of family time but uh that's probably a, a bonus in some respects you don't you don't ever get to be there in spring with your family oh i know i haven't been 
I was talking to my wife. I haven't been home at this point since 2007. Um, incredible. Yeah. So we just, I mean, we've been doing a lot of landscaping around the house. Uh, just planting different trees, bushes. Um, just, I mean, we have a little bit of property just west of our house. We're trying to clean up some trees and some twigs and like the fence line around there. Today, our little girl had her 18th month checkup. So she got two or three shots today. So just, I mean, actually like being around and being with them and actually seeing the day to day and not having to go to the field for say at one or two, just being around all day. It's a, it's, it's very, very nice to be here, but I'm also like very much missing playing. Yeah. It's a, it's a very weird like situation that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's for, itching for to go back, country, but enjoying the family but, time, yeah. Yeah, for the entire country, but, like, for our life, like, individually, we're not supposed to be here. No. We don't know when we're going to be called to go back. We just got to stay ready. We'll be back with more with reliever Jake Diekman in just a moment. Have you paid much attention to kind of the things that have been kicked around? And I understand, like, I know some people have been like, well, some of these ideas that are getting thrown out there sound crazy. And it, to me, I'm like, I think that's their job, right? Like right now, the the league and the union, like, what else are they doing? They're like, work on every scenario, consider every option. And, and I know some of them have been kind of like leaked out there or discussed publicly, like playing in Arizona and maybe every team going to Arizona. I'm not quite sure how that would work. And maybe some sort of quarantine would be involved and all sorts of other things have been Florida and maybe Texas and Arizona and all sorts of things. Are you paying attention to that? Yeah, but uh, it's all that, all that stuff at some point will work its way out. Um, First it was in Arizona. Then it was in Arizona and Florida. Then like you said, it was, in Texas, Arizona, and Florida. But I feel like at some point, I mean, today, you've seen somewhat like a little bit of the ball rolling on some states slowly reopening. Yeah. I don't know if they're hoping for all the states that have teams to slowly start opening again before they just announce something. Um, I know they're probably planning way ahead than what we're hearing um but I, I think honestly at some point we will play yeah. i mean i hope our families get to come yeah i mean as, it seems like it would be crazy that, to do I a think, quarantine with no families yeah i think that's a big thing that i'm trying to work through yeah. as well um a lot of guys with kids or that their wives are pregnant yeah. um that'd be pretty tough but uh the other thing is like spring training. Are we going to have like a two, three week spring training? Like, where are we going to do that first? Are we going to do it in our home cities? Are we going to do it in Arizona? Are we going to do it in Florida? Yeah, it's a great then question. The thing I, then the thing I feel worse about, like throwing bullpens today. Um, we were like all the stuff about like the MLB and like the big leaguers and stuff like that. But like, okay, you got, how many teams in the minor leagues for each organization? Like five or six? Yeah. Are they even going to play? Yeah. 
They have not. They said yesterday definitively they have not canceled the minor league season, but yeah, it doesn't still doesn't give much clarity on what will happen. Are you mostly throwing with minor leaguers? Uh, unless I throw a bullpen, I throw with my dad every single day. Yeah, the bullpens and are, our is dog that, chases everything. Yeah, the bullpens, big leaguers, minor leaguers, who's who are going to the bullpens? Kind of both, back and forth. Okay, that's great. Which which other big leaguers are there? Uh, Aaron Bummer's there. Oh. He's another pitcher that's thrown with us. That's great. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, not quite sure how things are gonna look, but I, I'm with you. I think at least there'll be games in empty stadiums. You know, NASCAR's already said that they'll go back with nobody yeah. in the stands. And um, but my question is, what happens the first time anybody with any organization tests positive, or you know, God forbid, actually gets sick with COVID? Does everything shut down again for a certain amount of time or just that one team or do they just have to the people in, uh, directly involved? I, I don't know how that would happen. And I feel like I don't either. either. Yeah. I don't know how they can have, say they expand the roster right. and go to like 30 or 32. Right. Say one guy gets it and you test everyone else the same day and they don't have it. Are you just going to isolate that one person and say, okay, for two weeks you have to be over here, but then the show must go on. We're just going to add another roster player. Right. I mean, potentially that could be it, but if, you know, I think they always say to be safe because of the possibility for false negatives and false positives with testing, you have to be test negative twice within two weeks. So it seems Mm -hmm. following current protocol, it would be like, Everybody would kind of have to be shut down for two weeks to make sure. Yeah, so, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. I want to play. I want to play just the same as anyone. Like, yeah. otherwise, I wouldn't be throwing and still working out. But uh, if they're going to test us all the time, which is reported, right? Are we taking tests from people that actually need it? That's a great question. That's what Marcus Simeon told me that he's in favor of going back um, if everything's safe and there's general, you know, testing all the time. But he said it it has to be available for the population, the whole population, not just. Yeah, I don't want us to, like, get tested every other day. Yeah. And just, like, basically snake all these tests because they want to put on MLB. But yet, say, the hospitals in Oakland. We're borrowing theirs. So say 50 people a day can only get tested in the hospital. Yeah. When if we weren't taking them, 100 people could get tested. Like, it's just, uh, there's a lot of hoops to jump through to get this thing going. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. I, I think something will happen in some form, but I do hope that's entirely safe um, for everybody. Hope, but but particularly yeah, people that everyone. are at risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I hope it's safe for us as players but also just the general public where no one's taking advantage of the other person absolutely and everybody in the organization as you know what the yays have a minor league coach webster garrison who's had been on Mm -hmm. a ventilator in louisiana for several weeks came off a week and a half or so ago uh, and is doing better but is still in the icu i mean this is this is no joke and i think your organization knows um, probably better than most that that's the case i mean it's it's a crazy time we live in. Yeah, it is. Baseball completely shut down. Every sport shut down. It's uh, it's a really extraordinary and and just normal life. That's that's what I told. Uh, I think I was talking 
to my friends the other day. And we're like very, very big Husker football, uh, like fans. And I was like, they're supposedly having in-person school in the fall. I was like, there's no way they're filling that stadium up. They're going to play college football. If even if they do come back, they'll play with empty stadiums. Yeah. Same thing with NFL. Yeah. That's, um, I, I can't imagine a, a Nebraska game with no fans there, but that's probably what's going to happen. Have to happen. Yeah. Wow. It's just going to slow down everyone for, I mean, early part of 2021, I feel like. Right. Um, and you know, unless there's a treatment that's effective that um, comes out soon and, and works yeah. for, you know, a, a good chunk of the people that, that need it. Yeah. Or, and you uh, know they're working on that day in and day out. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the vaccine. But I think the timeline on the vaccine could be longer than a treatment. So, um, yeah, it's fascinating. Well, Jake, I, I thought of you immediately when all this was going on. I wasn't there for the last um, crazy whatever two weeks of spring training as that was all going on, but, um, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I kept thinking, <laughs> well, I hope somebody's taking care of Jake because, uh, I know anybody with an autoimmune, uh, disorder is, you know, gotta be concerned. I talked to Landon Powell, the former ace catcher who's got autoimmune mm-hmm. hepatitis and he's in the same boat. So, uh, it's, it's significant. on staying in Arizona the whole time, but then at, like two or three weeks in, we we're like, wow, I don't think we're going to play anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys stayed there initially just to see. And, and uh, Yeah, initially I was like, all right, you're going to shut it down for, no, we won't start for a couple of weeks. And then yeah. a couple of weeks went by and it got worse. And we're like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Jake, thanks so much for joining us on A's Plus. Um, we hope we're talking to you about baseball sometimes sooner than later. Uh, but in the meantime, be very safe and sound, you and your family. And uh, I hope things go well in Nebraska. Thank you. You too. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jake. Thanks again to Jake Diekman for joining us on A's Plus. Our producers today were G. Allen Johnson and King Kaufman. Thanks for listening. A's Plus is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Support A's Plus and all of the Chronicle's journalism by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com pod.